This podcast is supported by listeners like you. We're grateful for your tax-deductible donation at newthoughtphilly.org or the link in the episode description. A practical prayer is a prayer that works. These discussions between Reverend Bill Marcioni and Carol Lawrence dive into the details of how it works and how to work it. Reverend Bill is a New Thought minister and the author of Practical Prayer for Real Results. Your new life begins with a new thought. Carol Lawrence is on a spiritual quest, finding the New Thought teaching after decades on the pulpit in three different traditional denominations. I've got some questions. Together, they're exploring the philosophy and activities that come together from many of the world's religions to create the practical spirituality that is New Thought. Welcome to the Practical Prayer Podcast. I'm Carol Lawrence here with Reverend Bill Marcioni, and we're going to we're going to talk potato potato. Yeah. So we were talking last week and other times, and whenever I can sneak it in, I think it's. I'm trying to understand non-duality or duality, and maybe I am not defining it correctly. So let's just zero in on what it has to do with God. Okay. So Okay, so I talk to spirit, but I ro- I, I'm talking to spirit that is located inside. Mm-hmm. That's the way I look at it. Or I can do what I think, what I call go there, which is inside, and I can just have a time with spirit and me. Mm-hmm. But that suggests that there is another entity that God or spirit is another entity, and you say no. So then that means I'm talking to myself, sort of. So there are some people that say, I am God. Right. And I'm saying, I'm talking to spirit, which is like right there with me. So can you unravel that? Uh, Sure. And the way that I would approach that is duality and non-duality, and then the third term, or the other term, is unity. And that's what this whole philosophy is based on, oneness. There is one infinite power, one intelligence, one source, one love, one creator that creates everything. And it does that by sharing itself. That divine substance that is God itself is shared as its creation. There is nothing that's not God. Everything is God taking particular form. And it takes form as planets and as people and as particles and as everything that makes up this manifest universe. And that means that it makes up me and it makes up you and it makes up everybody who's listening. And it also makes up our bodies and our senses. And the entire way that our lives are organized is to forget or to be distracted from the fact that there's only one. Because everything looks separate. Everything looks like it's different. It looks like I'm over here and you're over there and other people are there and everybody is kind of independent and on their own path. And the illusion of separation is really, really strong. It's everywhere around us. We are immersed in this illusion that we are separate. And the folks who have become enlightened tell us that it's not true, that it is an illusion. And when we transcend the illusion, then we're aware of the oneness. So when you decide that you're going to talk to spirit, 
that process actually is you dispensing with the illusion momentarily so that you can focus in on the truth that's always been there, but that you've been distracted from. That's just not the way we usually phrase it. So what was I distracted from when I... The fact that you're, that, you're, that you're one with God all the time. So I was distracted from that because I bought into the, the God separate thing. Yeah, the illusion is that there's duality, that there's not this unity, there's not this oneness, that we are not all the same. And it's a so, really powerful illusion. Okay, so you were saying that as I continue to grow, you know, that illusion will fade. You know, uh, the oneness will become more, more real. It goes in and out. Oh, good. I'm glad to hear you say that. Because I really have a very disciplined spiritual practice. And, you know, I kind of put some... <laughs> I tried some things since you and I talked the last time. And I thought, I want to get rid of the illusion. I don't want to have this anymore. So I said, Spirit, I'm, I'm not going to be talking to you like we've been talking. But then I had something to say, like, how do I communicate with you when I'm used to communicating you with you this way? So, okay, I'm not going to talk. I'll just think. And, and you'll have to hear my thoughts. So I want you to know, I'm working on this, right? The way that you language it doesn't matter as much. Whether you're thinking that you're thinking something and it's internal to yourself or you're putting it into words to, to communicate with the, a presence that you've identified as being external to you, it's okay. They're actually the same thing. And what we're doing when we turn our attention to the divine is we are acknowledging that there is that one infinite creative power, that, that one divine source of everything. And if we can turn our attention to it, it means that it's possible for our attention to be turned away from it. And because that's possible, it's okay. And so whatever technique that you're using to turn your attention to the bigger picture, that's fine. Okay. I think I was overthinking it, you know, but I wanted to make sure that I understood exactly what you were saying. So yeah, I go in and out, you know. For a while it felt like I had it. I, okay, I got it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would think, okay, the way to make sure that I've got it is I'd practice it during the day. You know, I would think about God or have something to say to God, even when I'm out and I'm thinking, okay, now, are you talking to God? Are you talking to yourself? Are you, are you messing this thing up? <laughs> God, are you listening? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, and you asked a question, and I, my response was potato, potato. You know, is this me is me talking to God or is this God talking to me? And the fact of the matter is if there's only God, then that's just different ways of explaining the same thing. It is God talking to God. So, now I, got, I love this piece that there's one mind. And so, for me, that means everything is in that one mind. It's infinite intelligence. So, I have access to all of that. Mm -hmm. um, I may not have it at the moment, but it is still accessible to me. There are sometimes things that get in the way and all of that stuff. But I never concern myself when there's something that I don't know or I can't figure out right now because it's there. I just have to allow it 
or allow myself to receive it. So I guess this is the same thing because God is that mind and everything that I'm talking to God about. Like it's not just God and then knowledge. It's God is knowledge. Yeah. Or God is the answer. I'm getting it, right? Yeah. Yeah. God is wisdom. God is insight. God is creativity. God is just joy. So whatever it is that we're seeking, it's all God. And what we're doing is opening up a channel so that the divine can show up in our lives in a way that brings more of that whatever it is that we're experiencing or expressing is good to us. So maybe I'm talking about the I. You know, there's that I thing. Is that duality? Is that an I am God. Of, if I am, if I understand that God is everything, so when I talk and I speak to God, that's God talking to God. Is that what mm-hmm. you said? Yeah. And let's bring it back to the first two steps of the practical prayer. The first step is to recognize the divine power and presence. It's the recognition step where we are turning our attention to the infinite. This is all God. This is God's love made manifest. Everything, everyone, everywhere is that divine presence shared in its own specific way. So big picture, it's all God. And the second step is to unify with that. Because it's all God, I am as well. Because God is infinite intelligence, there is one mind. The mind that I'm thinking with is that mind. So all of that knowledge, all of that wisdom, all of that insight is available to me. And if I'm thinking about love or relationships, then God is love. Everything is God's love unfolding in its own particular way. And that includes me. So all of the love that I am seeking is already available. It's at hand. And that divine love is sharing itself in my life in new and wonderful ways where I'm feeling the love. I'm feeling love creativity and prosperity and health and vitality and all the rest of it. It's the same two steps to get to that so that the third step in our prayer is to claim the good that we're seeking right now. So yeah, that second step is I am God. So then the prayer is me positioning myself to receive that which I want. Mm-hmm. Or desire. Yep. And in a way, step one and two are clarifying the whole deal so that I am prepared for. Yes. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. An, an, an affirmation or an affirmative prayer is I am prosperous. And when I say I am prosperous, it's true. I am prosperous. And if I'm not experiencing prosperity right now, then I might not believe that I'm prosperous. I might claim I am prosperous, and my belief is I don't have enough. And because it is done unto us as we believe, what's going to happen to me is I'm going to experience not having enough. I'm going to experience scarcity or insufficiency or whatever it happens to be, even though what I'm trying to claim is I am prosperous. Now, what we're doing to change that belief is we're identifying that it's not just me sitting here, you know, on my little microphone, making these claims that I am prosperous. What I'm doing is going through a process where I can identify that there is an infinite power, an infinite abundance. This is, this is God. This is the power that creates galaxies. Every, all the stars, everything that's ever existed was created by this one power. By and it's sharing itself as its creation. It's a really big thing. I might be sitting here not feeling prosperous, but the thought that God can't cover my debts is just absurd. Mm-hmm. 
you know, bring on another galaxy if it's necessary. That's, there's no limitation to what that infinite creative power can do. And since it created everything, this is the second step, since it created everything, it created me as well. And everything that's true about God is also available. It can be true about me as well. Now, I have no need to create a galaxy. Uh, I don't know how to do it. It's probably just as well that I don't because there's probably some nuance and detail and some you know, side effects of creating a new galaxy that I really don't you know, have an awareness of or need to concern myself with. But I can harness that infinite creative power to create a new experience of prosperity for me. To have my income go from five figures to six figures. That's possible. That's certainly possible. So that's what I'm going to claim. Because I am one with that infinite power presence. Now I can say I am prosperous. And there's no doubt. Because I'm talking about the truth of me. The God essence that is the very heart and core of me. That one can certainly believe in prosperity. And I can make that claim from a much higher level of consciousness. I am prosperous. And then believe it. There's a, there's a bit of work involved in, in this in terms of, of mentally preparing or understanding what you're saying. And maybe not, maybe it's that way because I'm coming from a traditional way of thinking. I was thinking about this yesterday. When I was little, or you say your prayers. You say your prayers. And I thought of all the prayers that I was taught, and I could say them. They didn't mean very much but nobody told me they were supposed to. It was just... <laughs> you just say them. You just say your prayers. And if you're a, a good girl and, and then a good Christian and whatever, you say this prayer here, you say this prayer, you say this prayer. And yeah, it's like you say it. So what you're saying is that this is not... This is an expression. This practical prayer is an expression of a belief system that I did not have and that I'm hooking up here, yeah. fixing and rebuilding. But it's a belief system. It's it's a mindset. It's an, a mental adjustment. So that by the time you get to step three, step one and two has positioned you to be able to believe yeah. your your affirmation or the you know what you want, the realization part. Yep. Wow. And the yeah. centurion asked Jesus to heal his servant, and Jesus saw that the centurion believed that it could happen. And the centurion was putting all of his power into Jesus. And when Jesus confirmed, oh, well, as you believe, so it's done, it was done. The healing was complete, and it was instantaneous. And the centurion was leaning on Jesus, and Jesus was channeling God, and the change that happened was the change in belief from the belief that my servant is ill to my servant is healed. I get it. You know, I was, um, when I was a United Methodist pastor, we had bishops and I was appointed to a church and, uh, the pastor, the senior pastor, uh, this was just after seminary, the senior pastor was having a big service and he gave me something to do on that service. He handed me the book. He said, okay, choose the You'll be you'll do the prayer. And I'm thinking, okay, I know how to do that. And he said, Here, here's the book. Just pick whichever one you want. I had no clue what a prayer book was. <laughs> <laughs> and so I opened it, I said, 
you mean read it? He said, yeah, just read one. I said, well, that's not praying. <laughs> Did they throw you out right away? Well, he was very kind. <laughs> I, I have to be so grateful. People are, are nice to me. But he was really kind. He said, okay, I'll tell you what. And, and I guess he had to go this way because it was like showtime, so to, it was time to go. He said, listen, just do it your way, and we'll talk about this later. But the prayer book was really thick, and it had prayers in there for everything you could imagine. And I thought, well, how do you know? This is not your prayer because you don't believe any of this stuff. You're just reading what somebody else wrote years ago. Now, no slap to the prayer book. I, I get it. I understand it. I know how to use it now. But that was a rude awakening. Mm-hmm. So when I so when I came to New Thought and I encountered affirmative prayer, spiritual mind treatment, which all sounded terribly deep, then practical prayer for real results. Now it is finally, and I'm so embarrassed to admit how long it's taken me to just scratch the surface of understanding it. And I'm I'm just believing that, okay, so you've been scratching at this for a while. All of a sudden it's just going to, and you got it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I... I see that what you're saying now. I don't. You've been saying this all along. I don't know why I wasn't getting it. One and two is doing a reset on your mind. Oh yes, yeah. it's about canceling out the thought that we're separate, that we're isolated, that we're inadequate to the the circumstance, and reminding ourselves that there's an infinite team and we're on it. Yeah, like I could write you a whole paper on step one and step two, but. To merge those two, that's a whole different story. You just did it. Can you believe that? You just I, merged I, it. I can believe that, yeah. I mean... I've got, I've got quite a belief system over here. Let's <laughs> let's take a break and listen to something about my prayer book <laughs> and then continue. <laughs> okay. Learn to put practical prayer to work in your life. The steps are simple to learn and let you begin to get real results to create the life of your dreams immediately. Reverend Bill Marcioni's widely acclaimed book, Practical Prayer for Real Results, gives you a clear summary of the new thought principles behind practical prayer and the series of easy-to-understand steps found in the most effective prayers from religions and spiritual practices all over the world and throughout history. Practical prayer is not a replacement for your religion or practice. It's a technique to make the work you do in consciousness even more effective. The book includes 40 prayers on various topics that you can adapt as needed and use as your own. Practical Prayer for Real Results is available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobook on Amazon or at b-the-light.com. That's b-the-light.com. to the Practical Prayer Podcast. I'm Carol Lawrence, and here with Reverend Bill Marcioni, and we are um, potato, potato. Yeah, prayer, and we were talking prayer. about prayer books, yeah. and you were talking about the United Methodist Prayer Book, and my suspicion is you've read through it, and there are some prayers that kind of resonate with you. 
that seem like they could create a change in experience. And there are probably some others where you think this is just a bunch of words. I think you have to have some understanding of what the prayer is. Like you could you you could be asked to be on a program and read prayer number 134 which is totally meaningless. You know, it because it, there needs to be a context to the prayer. Mm. For me it does. So, you know, I was a I was good. I was a student pastor and then an associate pastor and I did what I was told in terms of reading the book. But for it to be meaningful and to stick and understand, I didn't have a context for it. So I was saying prayers again, you know, back mm. to saying prayers. And first of all, I don't want to go out this way. I do not want to go out <laughs> saying prayers because I give too much of my life every day to what I believe and spiritual development, all of that business to just say something rote. And so I'm not just not exactly searching for meaning, but trying to open myself to the understanding of this which is meaningful, to this which makes sense. And so I realize I'm doing battle with my belief system. And I think I probably hit one of the bricks when I said saying prayer versus living in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, in the book, in Practical Prayer for Real Results, there are 40 prayers. 39 of them are mine. One of them was Jesus's because he said, after this manner, therefore pray. And he said, here's the formula, which is the same formula that we're using. The prayers are divided up into categories because we kind of figured out that there are five different areas we can pray for. Health, wealth, love, work, and spirit. And those are just the abbreviations. Health is everything about our physical being. Wealth is all about our prosperity and living in, in, in a life of abundance. Love is about relationships, whether it's with ourselves, feeling self-love, or with our beloved, or with our family, or with our coworkers, or it's, it's all the relationships. Uh, work is all about creativity. It's what gifts and skills and talents do I have that I'm sharing with the world? How am I expressing myself? How am I sharing myself? And work is different than prosperity because it's possible to do wonderful creative work and have our prosperity show up through a different channel. That's fine. And the last one is spirit which is all about deepening into the awareness of our spiritual nature. We're not praying to be more spiritual because we're already as spiritual as we're ever going to be, but we can be more aware of it. So if I am having an experience of scarcity, I want to do a prayer about prosperity. I don't necessarily want to be doing a prayer about health or love or creativity because that's not addressing the issue that's got my attention. So the important part for me is if you're going to read something out of a prayer book then make sure the prayer is aligned with what it is that you're trying to create in your life. And the other thing that I put into the book is at the end of the affirmation on every one of the prayers, there's a blank line. So if there's something specific that you're interested in, then you can just insert your little affirmation in there as well on top of the ones that are already in place so that you're claiming the good that you want to be claiming. Because what we're doing is we are changing our belief from the one that's demonstrated from the, the, the evidence around us, you know, there's not enough money to pay the mortgage, to the truth that it's an infinitely abundant universe and I am prosperous. So, of course, there's going to be plenty of money to pay the mortgage. I don't need to know how it's going to show up. 
but I'm opening up to that good. And the same thing can happen with health, and the same thing can happen with uh, creativity and anything else that we're going to be praying for. So it's about the appropriateness and recognizing that that infinite power that creates everything can create this next new experience for me. Because not only are God and I on the same team, there's only one team. It mm -hmm. seems like there's not, but that's the illusion. So I'm curious, those of us coming from a different tradition, the traditional church, really, really struggle with making this leap mm -hmm. into, into practical prayer. And it can be taken, it cannot be taken lightly, I don't think. Um, for instance, the way I approached your book, I read your book before I took your class. And I thought, okay, I can get this. <laughs> and when I wasn't getting it, I said, okay, I know work. I know work. So I went to the prayers on work. And two of them, I think, were relevant to meetings. And I thought, got this. This is exactly what I would wanted, I would have wanted to have happen in those meetings. Yes, I got this thing. Step one and step two were head knowledge, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Head knowledge, which didn't really affect step three. All I knew is I'm saying step three because this is what I want to happen. Yep. God, make this happen. Because that's the, that's the tradition. God make this happen. Right. Right. And as you get further and further into the practice, there's less of that God out there that I'm asking a favor for, and more of that infinite indwelling presence that I am aligned with that I'm now activating. Yeah, because what happened is I'm starting to see that this can happen, not God make this happen. But because of being aware, and I'm not articulating it very well, but being aware that of the oneness, this is absolutely possible. Not probable, but this is possible. Like, it's just going to be that way. Mm -hmm. And and I, you know, I've had some situations recently and just doing too many things. And I started really being deliberate about setting my intention for the day not just to have a good day, but to be very specific about that. And then I started thinking about step one and step two. And I thought, well, first of all, if God were separate and God had a desire, this is what God would want anyway. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, okay, this is a God thing. I think that's where I am. Like, this is a God thought. This is a God idea. This is my idea. It's God's idea. And I. this is how this situation is going to go. And I'm telling you, like I'm on the third day, flawless, <laughs> flawless. <laughs> the first day you think coincidence. The second day, oh, maybe. The third day, this thing is flawless. I said, okay, okay, I got it. I got it. But when I get something like I'm holding it, like, please don't let me forget this. Now, what exactly did I think to make this work? The good news for you is that it is not the specific. There, there wasn't like some magic word thought that you had. What happens is this whole process unfolds as a shift in the tendency of our thinking. And what you're doing is you're making that shift to being more in that awareness of the, your divinity 
all the time. And that makes it easier and easier to continue activating this creative process to give yourself another great day and another great day and another great day. You don't need to panic that it's going to go away. And the reason is, back to square one. This is an infinite universe. It's not like God has a limited supply of good days for Carol. Mm -hmm. God wants another good day for Carol. God can whip one up. Another 500, fine, doesn't matter. There is no limit. This is, you know, it's either a great day for Carol or another galaxy. <laughs> That's good news. Yeah, but but I've been living that. You know, yeah. so this, this, is, this is great conversation. I thought that this is step zero, the preparation step, which I really like. Mm -hmm. I still like that. The purpose, but, that was great. What am I praying for? Sure. Yeah. But, but you Which know what? Which direction am I going to aim this little boat in or arrow? But then back to step one and two, you can prepare all you want if you don't have the right mindset, you know. Yep. Then it just doesn't happen. This it doesn't is, mean it's bad. It just doesn't, doesn't work. It is really fun to watch you going through the process. Because I recall as I was learning this, I got to different points in my growth where I really liked one of the steps. And I, it, I had a favorite. And along the way, they've all been my favorites, including the refutation step, where you claim something that is showing up in life that, and, and taking the power away from it. I actually wrote a song. It was one of the classes that I was taking, which is God Drives Like a Jerk. <laughs> Because <laughs> if it's all God, then that idiot on the freeway who's driving poorly and seems to be threatening everybody, that's God too. And what it came around to was I could be grateful that that guy was driving like a jerk because in an infinite universe, somebody has to drive like a jerk. And because he was doing it, I didn't have to. <laughs> I was waiting to see how you were going <laughs> to tie that one up. <laughs> okay. I don't have to. And oh, by the way, a lot of the people in New Thought Philadelphia who have had road anger issues find that other people are driving much better. And it's not that everybody's driving better. It's just the people who are driving badly aren't doing it near us. And that's perfectly okay. That's the law of attraction working. If I don't have an energy and engagement with people driving badly, then the bad drivers stay away from me. Because hmm. I'm no fun for them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I get it. That I, I get the law of attraction and, and that piece. Okay. We'll come back to that another episode, though, because I want to talk about the crazy driver and that being God, too. Mm -hmm. I like the part where somebody's got to do it, so I don't have to do it. But that deserves a little more time than we have on this, this podcast. Okay. Let's take a break, and when we come back, we're going to do a practical prayer. And this is going to be about deepening our awareness of the divinity within. How do you just know? You know, do you just know what to you, pray? About? You told me what it was like four minutes ago. Okay. All I had to do was remember. Get inspiration in an instant. God calls are the gentle and uplifting moment of truth to help you remember that the bright light of God's love is shining right now as you. It's your God Call with Reverend Bill. Start your two-week free trial today and you'll get a phone call four times a week from Reverend Bill 
with an uplifting half-minute message filled with insight, wisdom, story, and fun. Let your light shine. You can answer the call to listen to it live or let it go to voicemail so you can hear it later. After the free trial, your subscription is just $5.95 a month. The details are at godcall.org. God calls are disruptive, intentionally. Whenever you write something, put on a gold star. They take you away from your routine to remind you about the truth of who you really are. They come at random times between 8.15 a.m. and 6 p.m., so you won't be expecting them. And somehow, the message is exactly what you need to hear at the time. Magic is loose in the world. It's a moment of motivation in the middle of your day. Find out more and start your two-week free trial now at GodCall.org. Welcome back to the Practical Prayer Podcast. I'm Carol Lawrence here with Reverend Bill Marcioni, and we had an amazing discussion but it's time for you to pray. It is time to pray. The prayer is going to be about deepening into the awareness of the divinity within. And we're not going to deepen into the divinity within because that's 100% of what we are. We are already 100% divine. We are as spiritual as we're ever going to be. Everything in the universe is God's infinite good expressed in an individual or particular way. So that's true of each of us as well anyway. But sometimes we forget. Sometimes we can forget. So this prayer is about remembering the truth of who and what we are. So if it's comfortable and safe to do so, go ahead and close your eyes or go to a soft focus so we can let loose our attachment to the distractions in the world around us, the particular details that show up as events and circumstances and activities, and turn away from that and turn our attention instead to that divine power and presence that infinite creative presence, the power that, that created everything. In the beginning, there was nothing. There was darkness and void. There was an impossibly small, tiny singularity, Im immensely dense. And then it began expanding, the Big Bang, or exploded. Or the infinite. In the beginning, there was darkness and void in God. And it was God, that divine source said let there be and the law responded and there is and everything that exists whichever story we're using it all comes from that one expanding and sharing and unfolding and revealing itself in new and different ways everything is that divine universal presence expressed in a specific and particular way it's all god it's all god and that includes me. That includes each one within the sound of my voice. All God. And it's not just that God has touched each of us. We are all God. There is nothing about us that is not that divinity expressed in a particular way. We can sometimes distract ourselves from it. We can sometimes forget it. We can sometimes pretend. We can go spiritually slumming and pretend that we are not that divine presence, but it's the truth, the center of the circumference of who and what we are. That is our truth. And so I know that each one listening is even now deepening in a, a greater awareness of that divine power and presence that's always available within. It's the truth of what we are. 
And it's the heart and center of what we are. Everything else is added on to that. It's a distraction. The truth is, we are that divine presence expressed in a unique way. Individual, particular, but not separate. And so I know that each of us is even more fully aware of that divine presence in every moment, at every breath. And we even more easily can return ourselves to that awareness when we've been distracted and we decide that it's time to turn our attention, our awareness, to the spiritual nature, the truth of what we are. It happens even more easily, even more smoothly. And the love that's the center and core of what we are expresses even more richly that divine light of God's love which has been shining since the beginning of time, shines ever more brightly as each of us. And good and more good and more good is flowing into our lives, not taking anything away from anybody else, not reshifting the balance of the universe. It is all God, and it's just unfolding in different ways. And so what we experience as good, and it's different for each of us. What we experience as good is unfolding even more delightfully in our lives. And I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for the good. I'm grateful for the awareness of the divinity within. I'm grateful for the wonderful way that that light is shining. And I'm grateful for the awareness of this creative process and the ability to speak this word of intention into that same creative law that said yes when the infinite said, let there be light. It's now saying yes to this. And so with gratitude for all of this good unfolding, I speak this word, I let it go, and I know it's so. And so it is. Amen. The Practical Prayer Podcast with Reverend Bill Marcioni and Carol Lawrence is a production of BeTheLight.com. Be-the-light. where you can find more information about practical prayer for real results. Our theme is by Music of Wisdom. You can learn about the spiritual community of New Thought Philadelphia with daily guided meditations, weekly celebrations of spirit, and Reverend Bill's classes in practical spirituality at newthoughtphilly.org. This podcast is supported by listeners like you. We're grateful for your tax-deductible donation at newthoughtphilly.org or the link in the episode description.